Hello, and welcome to the Treehouse Letter, where we're always learning with a bit of fun. This is Milin Shatten, your host and producer. For today's podcast, we have my dog who's barking, Buster, uh, but the podcast is titled For the Casual and Serious Reader. When folks ask what I read, it takes time to answer because I have an expansive palette with a passion for out of print and old works. That said, I enjoy titles I would not have chosen, such as Gifts from Others or Selections by My Book Club. Contemporary fiction helps me stay in touch with today's readers, and I have a special place for authors who make me laugh, such as David Sedaris and Helen Ellis. In the photo, um, which is on my site, quite by accident, is a favorite translation of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations by Gregory Hayes. It is a source of strength and sanity during difficult times. I read because to not read is to live one life. To read is to live many lives. Then I ask, what should I read and with whom should I spend time with? Reading is to inhabit another's minds, thoughts, sense of being in the world. Reading connects us across time and cultures. So what I did is I pulled um, titles from the treehouse shelves and I just snapped a photo of books that I've read recently uh, that you might consider as gifts or for reading yourself. And so I'll go through the list of 15 book recommendations. First is fiction or contemporary fiction. Um, and there, these are my short takes. Made by Nita Prose is fun, a mystery with an engaging protagonist and good writing, fast pacing. The next book is out if you liked the main character who is now the head maid, Molly. And that is titled The Mystery Guest. The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. I learned a surprising amount about life in a senior home. Many of these titles were chosen by my reading group a theme of mass market genre writing so we could get a sense of what folks are buying and why. Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's a fictional account based loosely on Fleetwood Mac. It follows the band members in a critical formation of the group and towards its end. It's clever and fast read with the lyrics to the songs at the end. Now these are not actual Fleetwood Mac songs, but songs that the author writes. It, it has also been made into a film series. I watched the first episode, but I found the book was better. The Little Liar by Mitch Album is his latest novel from 2023. It's timely and it's perfect for World War II readers or readers who like reading about the time period of World War II. Characters from the largest Jewish community in Salonika, Greece. It's an interesting conceit with a narrator you will discover in the first chapters. Album of Tuesdays with Maury fame. It's eminently readable, and the characters will pull you in and break your heart. As with Tales of the Holocaust, scenes are graphic and horrific, and poignant reminders in the wake of the October 7th attack on Israel. Horse is written by Pulitzer Prize winning author Geraldine Brooks. There are multiple narratives. Uh, one is from 19, 1850. Uh, 1950s and the current. All of them are woven together. 
Um, it is a bit heavy-handed with the message, but there's a lot to learn about horse racing um, and the people involved with that during a critical time period in history. It is a suitable uh, book for the literary reader. Um, I want to read her other notable works by Geraldine Brooks after listening to her speak at a local event. Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus is set in the 60s with limitations on roles for women. Chemist Elizabeth Zott makes a space for herself in what becomes a wildly popular woman's cooking show. Zott is hilarious. And the last of the contemporary fiction is I Will Find You by Harlan Coben, a page-turner suitable for readers who like crime and an engaging story. The opening line, I am serving the fifth year of a life sentence for murdering my own child. Nonfiction. Mastery by Robert Greene has been around, and his books are wildly popular. This was a gift I finally got around to reading, and I love the profiles of historic figures and their challenges, their progress, their mentors. This is for a person who is serious about their passion, what mastery looks like, and how to get there. A college student told me recently that Greene's book on the 48 Laws of Powers has been banned in prisons. <laughs> I'm reading that now. What Narcissism Means to Me by Tony Hoagland is a poetry collection suitable for the average reader. He challenges norms, forces you out of comfort zone. It's good, and I've been thinking of it often. Southern Lady Code by Helen Ellis. This is a collection of laugh-out-loud essays, true stories, the epigraph for the book. Southern Lady Code, noun. A technique by which, if you don't have something nice to say, you say something not so nice, in a nice way. <laughs> and the last nonfiction is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. This memoir is a tragic and comically dark read. There's the first half before her mother dies and the second half after she dies. Most folks will recognize the author as the child actor Sam Puckett and I Carly. This made for an emotional discussion at my reading group. Many in the group had recent parent deaths, so the topic was raw. Plus, the mother-daughter relationship is full-on ugly. Eating disorders, the perils of childhood acting, etc. It's a difficult but provocative story. I have two books about writing. Clear and Simple as the Truth, writing classic prose by Thomas and Turner. The authors explain the classic style of writing, and they offer powerful examples to demonstrate what is and is not classic. This is for the serious and thoughtful writer of nonfiction, though all writers would benefit. Writing Better Lyrics by Pat Pattison is not just for songwriters. Written by notable professor at Berkeley College of Music, this will help any writer dive into the music and the words, what makes good songs, and why such writing resonates. It is very well organized with exercises and examples of lyrics. And then my last two of the 15 for the serious reader and quote seeker, unquote. Lydia Davis's recent translation of Madame Bovary by Gustave Flaubert has been widely reviewed. You can Google it. She does not disappoint in the characters leap off the page. For readers who enjoy the classics, this translation provides a rollicking look into Flaubert's genius for character and the writing on the line. Thank you, Miss Davis. 
This edition is the winner of the French American Foundation Translation Prize. Um, I have a letter on this new translation that I wrote. <laughs> it's called Treehouse Letter on Sex Over 70 and the Synecdoche. That's a double entendre, by the way. Um, the last of the 15 book recommendations is out of print. And for the serious reader seeker, highly worth the mention, saving this for last, The Wheel of Life by John Blofeld is for the Buddhist and the seeker. This is one of the most powerful books I have read about finding meaning. It is the autobiography of a Western Buddhist who spends a lifetime looking for answers, meeting the gurus and lamas and monks and Zen masters and enlightened beings. He himself is many things, a sinologist and British scholar, a teacher and cultural attache, and ultimately, most humbly, perhaps an ordained Buddhist. Each chapter is a gem and many are astonishing explorations of faith and belief. The tone is one of incredible humility. That's the end of my list. Uh, happy reading. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. These were in no particular order, truly just pulled from the shelves. Um, please visit treehouseletter.com if you want to explore the books. Uh, I don't get anything for these. These are just things that I, I enjoyed um, or see the photo. Uh, also in the footnotes, I have a reader favorite with the full text of the notable Christmas story by Truman Capote called Christmas Memory. I also have a link to Christmas books for those interested in that and um, wishing everybody a happy holiday. Thank you as always for listening. Mm -hmm.